Hello and welcome to the Trinity Fit Over 40 podcast with me, Rob Burkhead. In today's episode, I'm joined by Suzanne James, who's an expert in helping women to boost their confidence and self-belief so that they can reach their full potential, both in their personal and professional life. Suzanne is a busy working mum of two and uses the techniques we talk about in today's episode to overcome her fear and self-doubt to climb to the top of her career and more. In fact, she went from feeling stuck to getting her dream job as an HR director with a six-figure salary and a rockstar team within four weeks of learning these techniques. She also used these techniques to get through the trauma of losing her mum, to face up to the challenges of menopause, to deal with anxiety, eliminate constant migraines, help her children to perform at their best in exams, and go out to set up her own thriving business. And she now specializes in helping other women to achieve the same kind of life-changing results in their lives. I know this episode will be really relatable for many of the high achieving women we have inside our Fit Over 40 program. And so I hope it will relate to you too because Suzanne shares very candidly her stories about the challenges of being a high-achieving woman in a male-dominating world and what you can do about that. So without further ado, let's get stuck in to today's podcast. So hello and welcome to the Trinity Fit Over 40 podcast. Today I'm here with Suzanne James from Suzanne James Global, who is a female success and mindset coach and a certified NLP trainer. So I don't know much about NLP. I'm sure some of you listening will know about it. Some of you may not know so much about it. The first question I got for you, Suzanne, is first of all, welcome. Thank you. <laughs> Lovely to be here, Rob. Thanks for coming. So the first question is, what is NLP. I'm going straight in with that one. Straight in with it. Do you know what? It, so I'll give you the technical bit. So it stands for Neuro Linguistic Programming. And it's such a sexy name, isn't it? You know, it really tells you such a lot. Um, I quite like to think that um, it's a it's a, like a user manual for your mind. You know, when you get your, you know, when well, you used to get uh, little manuals sent with your technology stuff, didn't you? And yeah. you've got an instruction manual. And that's one thing we didn't get when we kind of were born, you know, and uh, that's what I like to say that NLP is. It's like a user manual for your mind, um, you know, how we do what we do. So the great thing about that, once we start learning about how our mind works and, you know, how we create the sort of the behaviours and things, if something's not working for us, we can actually then change it because we've got the kind of, you know, the programs, if you like, that we can actually change. So that's like the simplified definition, I suppose, of it. Perfect. And I want to get into it a little bit, like how that can help with things like what we specialize in. So things like emotional eating or, or drinking or, you know, making better food choices or exercise choices and things like that. But first of all, I want to know, actually, when did you learn NLP and why did you go about learning that? Yeah, so kind of just, you know, go, going back a few years. So I used to be a HR director. I had a, you know, a senior corporate job. Um, you know, I was all, you know, always all, all, all over the country. Um, I'd got a young family at the time, two young children. Um, and, you know, I was literally, you know, running around all over the place. And I was finding that actually, even though on the kind of the outside, I was a confident person, you know, inside, I was probably like one of those ducks, you know, paddling their legs furiously under the surface. So great exterior. And, you know, but you know, I was always comparing myself to others. And 
you know, I also at the time was suffering with migraines. I was having migraines every couple of weeks and they were literally getting, you know, interfering with my life. And, you know, I was quite stressed, but I didn't realize it. I just kept on going and going and going. I'm that sort of person that, you know, don't listen to anything. You know, Don't listen to my body at all, even though it's probably giving me all of the signs. I just kept going and going. And so actually, I, I mean, it's going back now 10 years, so, you know, so actually I came across NLP and thought at first that, oh, this is going to be a great tool for me in my HR profession. You know, it's all about coaching, uh, you know, other people to be the best that they can be. And I thought this would be excellent. So I kind of went along out of interest, didn't actually realize at the time that essentially NLP is a personal development tool first and foremost so yeah it's great that it can help other people but it's predominantly a you know a a transformational tool for yourself and I hadn't realized at the time that I'd lost my mom in 1997 and I hadn't realized actually that I'd kind of been repressing all of the emotions from from my mom and actually that's how they were showing out in in my life as in that's that was why I was getting the migraines because I was kind of pushing these emotions down and actually that was kind of like the 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 first start of it so I actually then went on a NLP training course and that kind of that was like that was literally the start and I actually haven't had a migraine now in over seven years so from a health point of view that's you know amazing you know and actually then from from me it kind of then gave me the confidence one to get up to the top of my career but then also have the confidence to go do you know what I've got this burning passion inside of me to kind of do this with other people and that's what I that's what I did. That's an amazing story because I think the, the number of times you were saying things and I was like right I can I've worked with someone who's had that issue they've had that challenge so many people we work with have struggled with things like migraines. They're in very stressful careers. They're in a very similar position. And a lot of them have had family traumas and lost people and things like that. So I know you said it helped you get over the mind migraines and things like that. This may be something that's difficult to answer in a short space of time. How do you think it helped with that or what did it change for you? I think the first things it, it actually um, changed is to actually, you know, become aware of what's actually going on in our own you know inside of me and to actually acknowledge that you know I was again my way of dealing with and this is probably relevant to a lot of your you know your your clients is that I just pushed it down and almost went in denial I went on to a look you know that's in a box and I'm not I'm not ready to open that box kind of thing and actually it's you know all of our you know again once you start sort of delving into the kind of the science part of NLP we realize actually that the way that the mind works, you know, it creates thoughts, which creates, you know, the feelings and, you know, it results in our behaviors and our actions. And when we actually can understand actually and become aware of those things, um, we can then actually start changing them. And actually for me, I, I, I did something called timeline therapy. So, and that sounds a little bit way out there. I know that it sounds a bit way, way out there, but it actually is one of the most powerful, trans, you know, again, powerful transformational techniques out there. And it really got me in touch with the emotions and the sadness that I was still really harboring. And 
it was, I mean, that can be a 10 minute um, process. And actually within one session, I felt like I'd literally lifted off, you know, the weight off my shoulders. And I think that's one of the key things is, you know, is you, some, you do need to do that deeper work sometimes. Um, we keep plowing on and on. And sometimes we have to stop, take that step back and say, what's really going on here? And that's what it allowed me to do. So A, the technique, the timeline therapy technique was just phenomenal. And within one session, I'd, you know, I'd literally release some of that deep trauma that I'd kind of had. Um, but then to have that proactive techniques and those toolkits that I can use to when I find myself going into it again. So that's the, the great thing, I suppose, about NRPs. It's a very practical tool. So if I'm kind of going, do you know what? I'm about to do a podcast with Rod, Rob today. I could do with a bit of a confidence boost. I've got a little toolkit that I can do before I come on and, you know, give me that instant boost of confidence. So I think there's, there's a combination of kind of clearing up the stuff that's been holding you back from the past, but then giving you really practical steps to keep moving you forward in a, in a well-being type of way. So it's not about push, push, push. It's actually about going in flow and ease we're not meant to struggle that's the bottom line you know we are really not meant to struggle but that's what we tend to do for ourselves we put ourselves you know through through it all you know with our limiting beliefs the comparisons and all of those things are really things that you know we put on ourselves so we're not meant to struggle so if we've got some techniques that can actually help us get back into that flow and ease it makes everything a whole lot happier and i know it helps you with the migraines obviously at work mm. a lot of the people listening are probably in employment again similar you know similar high achievers like yourself how did it help you I know you're doing you know you're doing your own thing now but when you were in employment you were HR director how did it help you in that role do you think well I think it's again becoming aware of where we self-sabotage ourselves um you know we and I know that for me I, I had a lot of imposter syndrome and, you know, again, it, I think, it, again, it's about that awareness, but also those strategies that you can actually overcome them. Um, you know, and one of the surprising things, I think, for me is that something like imposter syndrome, even the most famous, what you would consider the most successful people actually have the same type of thing. Um, you know, Emma Watson, you know, Tom Hanks, they're all people that have imposter, and you, you look at those in absolute disbelief, don't you? So yeah. it's kind of hard to then put it into your own perspective. But I think knowing that that actually is something where your mind is playing tricks on you. And so actually, you know, even those types of things, helping with those, giving me those confidence boosts, obviously, with, with my job as well, it was, you know, in HR, I, you know, interviewing other people you know recruiting developing people um and you know it's essential there that i think that you know i can pass on my own own knowledge as well and develop other people that way um but i i you know one of the the other things i suppose is that i was part of a quite a male dominated environment and you know again that peer pressure for me i felt as if I had to do 200% effort, put in 200 hours a week, you know, over and above everything, because I felt as if I was, you know, competing with the guys. Um, when I was a you know, HR director, I was the only female on a board of nine. 
So, you know, I didn't actually celebrate any of my achievements, I suppose, until afterwards. We're, we're not really great at that. Yeah. Um, and so those are the those are the kind of the things I think actually is, you know, becoming aware of where we are self-sabotaging and, you know, and the, the imposter syndrome is really a story that we've told ourselves. So celebrate all our successes as well is really, really quite important. Definitely. I think I've heard that a lot from a lot of our members and our clients saying how they have kind of felt like they have to do go the extra mile constantly to compete with their male colleagues and to be yeah. seen they have to put even more work in you know even more late nights push through when they're feeling ill or feeling exhausted and stressed and it can become a bit of a vicious cycle I think I see that with a lot of clients yeah did it help you to find a better balance in in your career or, or was it more just to manage what you were already dealing with no, I think it, it absolutely, you know, because again, um, within NLP, it's it's also about that kind of that positive psychology. It's not about that kind of that toxic, you know, positivity that we've literally got to be, even when, you know, rubbish is happening, we've all got to have put this brave face on. Hmm. It's really, again, about having, you know, a holistic approach to our lives so that, you know, we don't have work in one, you know, work life balance. It's actually about having our life the way that we want to live it. So it's having that health, the happiness, the well-being and that positivity through all areas of your life. And I think that's a really key part of things that, you know, even down to like the language that we can use to ourselves. You know, before I, I was, you know, I've always thought I was a positive person, but I didn't probably know. I didn't consciously do it. It was, you know, and so I think it's one of those when you can get consciously aware of, you know, the your, your habits that you want to have to create the life that you want to, to do. I think that's so important. You know, the language that we use to ourselves, you know, we're our own worst enemy on that in that, you know, you wouldn't speak to your best friend how we often speak to ourselves. And I think that was one of the the core things that I found is that actually just simply changing your language from that negative to positive can have absolutely, you know, don't underestimate those small little steps that we can do. Um, and they can really help with um, within work. And that was certainly something that I really found um, useful to me is changing the language that I was using with me but then actually how I was talking um you know we use a lot of things like should or I need to or I ought to do that or oh no I can't do that don't do that it's all of those negative kind of obligations type language and when we can actually start doing that we can really affect something you know phenomenal actually with within ourselves yeah, we talk a lot about language in our program as well. Interestingly, I can see the the overlap now. So we talk about the should, um, and the kind of the language almost puts us in that like victim position, and then the yeah. one sort of empowering. So, what kind of you, you've obviously worked with lots of people now with training them in in NLP as well. What kind of results have you seen in other people who have gone through a course or, and learned these these techniques? Yeah, I mean, and it ranges, you know, and like I said, I initially want to say it's 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 fundamentally a um, 
personal development program. Uh, so, you know, I have people that are uh, have, uh, you know, lost weight because again, I, you know, uh, when you can actually get the mind and body working together, that's really, really useful. So if we can, you know, if you've had somebody that's a yo-yo dieter, for instance, if they can become aware of where they are self-sabotaging that, that's really useful. So um, lots of people within my programs have lost weight. Um, Whether that's been their conscious objective in the first place, it's been a byproduct of it. So there's, there's that. Um, I've had, you know, it's a bit, I'm kind of going off a little bit on a tangent, but, you know, we, some of the techniques that we use, um, we use the kind of the pictures in our mind and uh, we call it like to dislike. It's a bit of a weird uh, technique, but one lady, basically it's changing something you like into something you dislike so that you don't have it anymore. It's really good with food. I was going to say um, food or alcohol that sounds like food or alcohol yeah absolutely so, so it's a fantastic um technique to use with that so um one of my ladies actually is and she trained with me two years ago now and we've actually interestingly i was only speaking to her last week about it she c- kept eating salted caramel ice cream salted caramel ice cream that was her big thing mm. and actually she hasn't touched it in two years so really simple stuff with, with, with that one. So, so yeah, I kind of went off a bit on a tangent with that one, but it was only because I was talking to her last week. So I thought that was uh, quite useful. But, you know, again, it's also about career progression. So I've had, you know, people that have then, you know, uh, ladies within my programme that have then gone on to promotions, um, asked for more money. And, you know, because they've got that inner confidence and belief to go in and do that, um you know we've again I've had other people go off and start businesses um like you know go for director roles that they just didn't think were possible um as well as really improving their whole family life because again I think that's really key as well particularly if you you know we kind of think we're super women um when we're we're moms and we've got to do everything and one of the you know, even from my own point of view, it, NRP was something that I went with my chil- with my children as well. So helped them with their exams. Uh, you know, with, my daughter has dyslexia, so we've got strategies. You know, she's got strategies to help her with that. So it's really a whole life kind of, um, you know, experience improving uh, relationships. Um, had you know again somebody that had just it's a bit of you know a bit of a a, a kind of one of those again but you know she hadn't had you know a partner for a couple of years did the program and literally went on her dream date and got married you know so just things like that had somebody that um, and I'm not saying that I'm not saying I'm you know um, confessing to anything medical here at, at all but I was also coaching um, a lady that had been trying for a baby for four years and within three months um, she got pregnant as well doing uh, you know the this type of work so I think it's one of those that your results will only ever be hampered by yourself so yeah. it I, I kind of you know one of the key and you mentioned it about sort of uh, you know the results and uh, you know uh, kind of that um empowering beliefs that you, you've got taking responsibility for your own actions uh, that's a core core part of NLP and and I think you know one of the things that we always stress at the beginning is like open yourself up to, to possibility 
whatever areas are within your life that you want to improve it's within your possibility it's just some people just don't always then know how and that's again nrp is very solution focused so it gets you to the place that you want to go and it's interesting as i hear it's like we focus on three things in our programs exercise nutrition and mindset and we always say like the mindset is not right it doesn't matter you can have the perfect program the perfect structure you're not going to follow through with it without the mindset and that's why we talk about it but sometimes you know you need to focus on it even more to then get the result you want as you said and a lot of people hold themselves back right that's kind of the key thing right i think most people are capable of much more than they think they are and so it sounds like it's all about getting them to achieve their full potential which i know is what you specialize in right yeah i do want to go out on this, this is kind of a limb, but I think it will come back to NLP as well, because I, I watched a very interesting video you put up about your experience of menopause. Yeah. In how was NLP or the other kind of training you've done around confidence and self-belief? Do you think that's helped you get through that difficult time? Yeah. And, you know, and again, and, uh, you know, I, the, when I, I, I was always, like I said, you know, confident, I've been used to being in a senior corporate position. When I suddenly started having anxiety, um, which was one of my kind of the first sort of signs, I was completely thrown off, totally thrown off, even with all the, the tools that I had. It kept throwing me off because I was a bit uh, it caught me just left field. So it wasn't until I started to think, this is all a bit weird, actually, you know, now to do it. And actually, the first thing the doctors, when I went to the doctor, the first thing they said, well, oh, let's just put you on antidepressants. And to me, that just was not an option. You know, for me, it was like I didn't do that when I'd lost my mom. So I'm certainly not going to have that when it literally is just a, you know, a normal bodily change. This is just so I really did a lot of research into kind of how I could help myself. And so there was lots of different things that I I, I did, you know, f- for improving my own health and, and, and what have you. But again, I, I pull on, um, you know, my NLP really from the anxiety point of view. So I did a lot more. I even to the point, you know, I recorded myself doing, you know, some of the timeline therapy uh, techniques uh, specifically for anxiety um, you know recorded that so that I could play that through um, you know and and did the uh, the other things like you know like mindfulness which again is very aligned with NLP um, you know quieting the mind down so absolutely for me you know it was a combination of of, of things as well but NLP was at the fore again and what I know we'll come back to the, the, the NLP and confidence stuff. What other stuff did you do as well? To Because you said it was a combination of things. Like if you summarize like the three main things that had the biggest impact on alleviating those symptoms or getting. Yeah, through. I actually started taking supplements. Yeah. So I was taking things here. You know, so uh, magnesium. Yeah. I started taking magnesium. And um, I mean, I've always done things like, uh, you know, the. Um, green juices so I made sure again that you know my my juices were were right so from a a a diet point of view and actually I think the other key thing then was that you know the meditation um space so actually I you know it wasn't something that I I was doing it sporadic I do it sporadically but I made it a core that actually meditation and specifically for things like anxiety um were uh, you know really core cool. 
and actually I went on HRT as well in November last year. There's, there's so, no shame in that. That's a important yeah. aspect of it as well. Yeah, there's yeah. So, so I did start that. Young. So a combination of things. And I think you've got to, from my experience of, again, I obviously haven't gone through menopause, but I work with lots of clients who have. It's not one thing that's yeah. switched, it's a number of things. Yeah, yeah. And it, 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 it's absolutely, and I think you're, you're right there about, I almost felt myself kind of being, oh gosh, I'm, I've gone on HRT again. And we need to break that kind of stigma, you know, about it, uh, really, you know, it, because, it, because it is, it, I think it's now something that is becoming so much more, uh, you know, out there to talk about. And I think people feel like, and this is another sort of belief, I guess, they feel like they're giving in or they're, they're weak. That's or exactly how I was. Yeah. So how did you exactly. turn that around with NLP then? <laughs> yeah, well, do you know what it did? Take, you know, that was the, the biggest struggle because I was embarrassed to talk about it. I mean, yeah. when I did the video that you're talking about, that was me going, holding my hands up here. This has been, I've been hiding this. Yeah. And, and it was that realization that actually it's not something to, to you know, to hide um, and, uh, you know, get out and get out and do that. You know, so. Um, so, yeah, I did do some of my, you know, taught my use my own medicine, if you if you like, you know, go back. And um, but I was berating myself. I'll be honest. At first, I was kind of like, yeah, I know this stuff. I should be doing this and using the should word. Yeah. Rather, you know, rather than actually just it's OK. It's OK. This is something that's happening. You know, it's you know a, a normal change. And uh, and then I was able to start putting in my things. But at first I was very resistant. And do you find that with that's just an example of like that mindset, I guess, of like resistance? Do you find that as part of the process you take people through? Is there because I wrote a note down earlier, I wrote fear down. I think from when I speak to people, coaching, right? We coach on health and fitness, we want we help people lose weight, but it always goes into the bigger picture of career and things like this. And there's a lot of fear about kind of unboxing, opening that box you said, like Pandora's box of the emotions you yeah. can put down or or kind of taking that step forward like how does it help you get past that fear or how would you recommend people do that yeah and absolutely and fear is the biggest thing fear and self-doubt I always think and they are fed, fed from each other and and I think one of the key parts that you know I talk about you know, with within NRP and coaching generally is that actually we're always going to have fear and again there it's understanding what's happening within our kind of our brain when this is going on and when you know that actually fear really is just our own natural kind of survival instinct it was there to keep us safe going back years and years you know and, and actually then just saying you know acknowledging it that it's me stepping out of my comfort zone and so that's one of the things that I really sort of stress to people um you know is that actually it's a great sign if you've got fear it's actually a really good sign that actually there's something that maybe you, you you've been wanting to go after but you're fearful of it and it's your brain actually just trying to hold you back and once you know that it's actually just just a natural reaction it's not anything to really be afraid you know afraid of and I, I like to kind of use the, you know, the analogy there of like, you know, say you're, you're, you're bringing fear along in the car with you. So you go, it's there for the journey for you. You might allow it to kind of play with the sat nav or play with the radio in the car, but you just never let it take the driving seat. You know, you don't let it take the steering wheel. 
And I think that, you know, that kind of helps to know that everyone, every sort of leader, every, um, you know, professional, anybody at the top of their game still has fear, still has that whole whole fear. And it's up to us to then start, just reframe it a little bit with ourselves. Because again, you know, it's one of those. Otherwise, if you let fear take hold and take the steering wheel, then in a year's time, you'll be in exactly the same place. And, and I think that's the, the bit there when people then know that. Uh, and what I sort of help people, I suppose, to, to understand there um, is, it, it is, again, it's a natural thing and, and, and not to be afraid of it. And we can easily re, you know, reframe it to be excitement. Bruce Springsteen is a great example of he going, you know, he used to be absolutely completely fearful going on the stage, but actually now he goes, oh, you know, the, the butterflies and the excitement is, is that way. So he, he reframes it in, in that way. Um, and that's what I'd encourage other people to do. But it's a great thing to understand why we're doing that. Why are we doing that? You know, why are we getting the kind of the results that we go, we're getting? Why is that fear coming up? And then we can actually start changing it. This makes me think we have to get you to come along to one of our events and run a workshop on this because it's I'd what we to. tend to do when we run, run retreats and things is get deeper into this stuff, but yeah. our expertise in health and fitness, but it doesn't seem to be everyone has something that's holding them back in some mm -hmm. aspect of their life due to that fear, right? And if you can accept that it's going to be there, it makes a big difference. So if we look at like a, a typical training then or a, like an NLP masterclass coming up, like what, first of all, who, who, who would you say it's for? Yeah. I mean, this is open to, you know, to all ladies in whether they're, um, you know, in all aspects of their life and whatever they want it for. And it is particularly useful for people that do want to maybe climb the ladder, you know, enhance their career. Um, they've got a particular goal around their health, their fitness um, or in their relationships in, you know, in family life. Because, Again, it's all, all about getting a win-win situation, improving, you know, your communication or, um, you know, your confidence, self-belief to grow in what area of your life you want to set that goal for. And what would a typical, actually, I don't know how long it lasts. How long is a, is a typical? Yeah, so I'm, I'm actually doing a free masterclass on Tuesday. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, and within that in this free masterclass it's 90 minutes um and it's all about you know nlp techniques what nlp is the basics of it you know again how our mind works our beliefs um building your confidence and self-belief uh, to really sort of get the results that you want um so that's that it's 90 minutes and i'm finishing off with um a timeline therapy demonstration uh, right. there so whoever's there I will be picking a random person whoever wants to be the volunteer for doing that um that uh, I will actually do that uh, timeline therapy session on that day so if anybody has got any you know negative emotions or limiting beliefs that they want to get rid of I'll be doing that on uh, in that uh, masterclass. um and and actually then you know that's just the introduction that's an introduction session to give you the basics and the foundations and if you've then got the desire to go do you know what I'd actually really like to do the same course that I did when I sort of started my journey 
um, I've got that coming up as well in May. So it's the full um, NLP practitioner. And that's a qualification. You get three certifications with that one, including um, NLP coaching too. Amazing. And that's a great opportunity. We'll drop a link to the, the free masterclass. Fabulous. Um, below the video when we upload this and onto the podcast page. What, what that, that's the full certification. That sounds great because you can, I imagine you can use that for career as well. And like you did, Absolutely. you can probably package it up. This is how I tend to find I do things. You know, I'm yeah. doing this thing for work because it's easy to justify the financial yeah. investment. And then you realize it helps everything else as well. Yeah. And it all fall out of that. And actually, you know, just to, just to kind of add another little bit to the story there is that when I did the NRP practitioner, I then went on to the NRP master practitioner and, um, it was at that point there that literally I set my goals to become a HR director. When I was on that course, that was my main specific. So I was head of HR um, at the time. I did the master practitioner. Within four weeks, I'd, I, you know, I'd literally got the, my, my dream job. So as HR director, I set, you know, I'd sort of said my goal is to, um, you know, I want a six-figure uh, salary. I want to have an office. I want to recruit three staff straight away I kind of did all of that and literally within four weeks that's what I the job I got offered and started it within six months well I mean that's a pretty good, <laughs> pretty <laughs> you know, good so it literally was you know so this stuff really works it has really dramatic results um and you know I'm I was just a, you know, an example of what you can do with it and if someone did want to do the, the full course then how long does that take like is it a weekend is it in the week yeah, so I've actually got, to, you know, I'm actually starting the online version of it in May okay. so that it's open to anybody there. They're not restricted by, um, you know, work or, um, you know, or location. So I start that one. It's a, so it's a 12 weeks of weekly training. It's on the evening with practical sessions as well. And they've got the option then to actually upgrade to the live version, which is in September, which will be based in Solihull in the West Midlands. Okay, awesome. I'll drop links to all of that below. Where can people go then if they want to find out more? Like I'll obviously put the links here, but where's the best place to find out more about you, Suzanne, and, and everything you do? Yeah, and I'm really open. Anybody, if they want, you know, uh, if they want to DM me as well, I'm really very open to to doing that. If people just want to know a little bit more, happy to have a chat with anyone too. Um, so you can get me on Facebook, um, Suzanne James, or Suzanne James Global is my business page. Um, I've got a Facebook group and uh, I'm on Instagram as well as Suzanne James Global. Awesome. So go and follow Suzanne. Give her a DM if you do have any specific questions. Thanks so much for joining me today and sharing. Oh, your wonderful. Story. Thank you. Go and check out Suzanne. Go and check out her course on NLP. It can be life changing as we talked about today. And I'll have you back again at some point because I know there's loads more you know. So thanks for joining us and we'll see you again soon. Oh, that's brilliant. Thank you, Rob. So thank you for listening to today's episode of the Trinity Podcast. If you've enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to hit that subscribe button inside your podcast app so you don't miss future shows. And also please leave us a quick review. It only takes two minutes. We do all of these shows completely for free to help you. So we'd really appreciate a quick review if it's helped you at all. So thank you again so much for listening. And we'll catch you next week for the next episode of the Trinity Podcast.